Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Did you just fall asleep? No, I just forgot. I was like, oh, that's right. I have to do the clapping thing. I'm either going to screw up the very beginning or the very end. Okay. it's Or both. Or, or both. You never know. You never know. But uh, I, I try and pick one. So, yeah. Well, the fact that we're we're here is an accomplishment. We're up. We're upright. We're, we're upright. Here. You especially. So, our voices are a little little shot. Cranky, yeah, we did a no. we did a yeah. press tour yesterday um and uh and we we recorded a, another episode earlier this morning and we're recording this one now. So, yeah, our voices if we sound like we have swallowed gravel, uh that's why. <laughs> <clears throat> we're trying to drink tea. There's a lot of throat clearing and coughing. Throat coat going on. Yeah. It's, uh, but it was a great day. It it really was. But a great day. Um, Everybody seems so excited about this podcast. Seriously. Loving it, loving the feedback. We got such a great response. I'm really happy about that. Um, And I had so much fun with you, as usual. I mean, it was like a fun, you know, day to just, we got to hang out and be stupid together. And I only put my foot in my mouth once, and it was the last interview of the day. So that's that is. And you didn't put your foot in your mouth. You you gave a <laughs> factual piece of information out of context, which yes. sounded strange. Which was that Andrea and I were in bed eating lunch together, which was because we were doing a long press day, and we had a hotel room where we were doing some of our Zoom stuff from, and we ordered food, and we we were sitting in the bed eating lunch together eating while lunch, other people right. were also in the room and at various tables and things. But we're doing an interview and she says something, well, earlier when we were in bed eating or whatever, and I was like, well, hold on, wait, wait, let me give this well, some context. Even, yeah, the interviewer, he Justin, was like, um, something, just, oh yeah, Justin, he said, 
something about how how close are you guys or you know you've remained close all these years that's and right. I said it's like how yeah are you guys like really good friends and I'm like I can't get Jody out of my bed that's, that's what it was I can't get Why Jody out I of my that? that's what it was well Why I remembered I it that? is so much better than that I mean not better <laughs> but like less of less less problematic like, no actually yeah yeah it was yeah that was terrible and I couldn't recover like I could I'm like no we were having lunch and I, like, I couldn't I couldn't explain it fast enough. It was, it was great. And I just gave up. It was gave up. And I was like, oh, we were, it's, it was a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't get, I can't get Jody out of my bed. I was like, I can't get Jody out of my bed. First of Let's all, I was invited. make a t-shirt for that. Second of all. <laughs> you were very, yes, you dropped some quinoa. I did. I had, a, yeah, I had a sudden quinoa explosion of my salad. I flung it all over yes. the place, like all over the bed. Yeah. Hey, the bed is always open. So you're always invited in my bed. I, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I think we're, I, we're tired. I think we're still really tired. Yeah. Oh, I woke up at 3.30 a.m. yesterday and got you, home at 8 o'clock. So oh 8 p.m. I mean, yeah. you, from the start of the day, you almost got left behind by your driver. Yeah. You made yeah. it to my house You it, at 5 yeah. in the morning. It was. Oh, that was fun. Uh, yeah. There was fog, like really terrible so fog. fog. But it ended up being a beautiful day. Oh, it was beautiful a gorgeous day. day. Inside and outside. Glad we're. I'm glad we're here. I'm glad we're here. I'm glad we. Uh, I'm glad I finally made it out of your bed. <laughs> so, I'm gonna watch that back whenever that since airs. I apparently wasn't wanted there in the first place <laughs> since you couldn't get me to leave fast enough. So, I've been in this business like four decades. I need media training, please, somebody. <laughs> like I can't. No, it, it's no. But anyways, that's all right. That's all right. I'll stick. To, I'll stick to my lane. This is what I'm good at. I'll do a a, a podcast and a recap right now. Let's no, I, look. I think your interview answers are always great, uh, but you know me, I'm a fan of the irreverent and inappropriate. So I think it, I think we strike the perfect balance. Oh, good. Yay. <laughs> well, um, let's get into this episode, please. I am so ex- please, please. Yes. I am so excited about this episode, though, and oh. I didn't know that I was going to be this excited until after I watched it. Yeah, this is an iconic episode. I was like, oh, yay, the Beach Boys, you know. I had such joy with watching this episode. Mm. I... Again, it was one where I went, if people were enjoying this as much as I was in, you know, 1987 or 88 or whatever it was, there's, this is, I see why Full House started really taking off. And it really was second season. We started, yeah. like, I think really people started tuning in and, and uh, I, I get it because this episode, this episode made me feel good in my heart. Oh, well, I didn't yeah. remember that the Beach Boys were on so early in the run of the series, like season two. I didn't know that. I didn't know that they John had a friendship with them long before Full House back in yeah, the as a musician days. So, yeah, such an iconic episode, and I can't wait to it get into really it. Really is because the Beach Boys were. I mean, they. This was kind of the time of their comeback with Kokomo and whatever, but like this, really, was a huge pop culture moment, and um, again, something we didn't appreciate as kids, like didn't realize it. This episode is what put the Beach Boys on the map. This it really is. Shot you know, we, stardom. I mean, my God, they, you know, they were just a little band. Right. Out of their someone's, garage. You know, right, yeah. right. Singing about being in a room, you know, they were just like, hey, can we have a break? And then, and then this came along. So you're welcome. Thank you're welcome, goodness. Yeah. Thank, yeah, goodness. thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> we are obviously kidding and realize uh, this before we get incredibly talented mail. musicians. Yeah. Yeah. Before we like, do you know what Brian Wilson and Dennis Wilson, they were inc- uh, incredible. Oh, I, yes, yes, yes. Yes. We know. It yeah, wasn't, had nothing to do with Full House. Legendary. We were honored to have them there. Yeah. Legendary. 
Well, welcome back to How Rude Tanneritos. I'm Andrea Barber. And I'm Jody Sweeten. And today we are discussing Season 2, Episode 6, Beach Boy Bingo. Woohoo! <laughs> it originally aired on November 18th, 1988. And it goes a little something like this. DJ wins two tickets to meet the Beach Boys, and the entire Tanner clan wants to go with her. Uh-oh, dilemma. Uh, yeah, two tickets for our giant right? crowd. Not, not enough tickets for that full house. No. <laughs> no. Um, it was directed by Steve Zuckerman, and it was hmm. written by Dennis Rensler and Mark Warren. And the there's five guest stars, very, very important. The Beach yeah. Boys, Bruce Johnston, Mike Love, Brian Wilson, Carl Wilson, and Al Jardine. What legends. This is total legends. This was in the, the Kokomo. This is when Kokomo had just been released and it went to number uh-huh. one. The movie Cocktail had come out. And That's right. Yeah. Oh my God. I remember listening I to Kokomo over and over and over. Such a good song. I forgot that Kokomo was in. I mean, I knew it was like kind of like had become like a popular song, but that's right. I forgot it was in the Tom Cruise movie Cocktail yes. about. I never watched it. I mean, I was obviously six. What did I know about cocktails yet? <laughs> yeah. um, but I. Yeah. <laughs> Just wait, um, <laughs> but just just wait. We'll get there. Uh, no, but I didn't remember it was in that movie. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I rem- so, I remember. So I, it's, flipping the drinks. Basically, around. what I'm saying is Full House has a Tom Cruise tie-in. That's I. You know, yeah. which it's like you know, take that for of, what it is. Six degrees of Jody saying Sweeten. In <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I, truly. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're yes, we have a special yeah. connection to Tom Cruise because of this it's episode. It's true. Right. It's true. <laughs> Was there a lot of buzz on set about the Beach Boys coming on? Were, were people nervous, I think there, excited? I, I, think I don't remember. So because so. I know, like, like uh, Jeff and you know a lot of the writers and stuff were huge music fans and Beach Boys fans and Elvis fan. You know that sort of that era of music, which we had a ton of artists from. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think they 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 were pretty excited. I'm sure also like. Getting the Beach Boys there was, you know, it's always whenever there's like what they call stunt casting, which is like, you know, a, a, somebody coming in to play themselves, mm. be it Joey McIntyre from New Kids mm. on the Block. Yes. <laughs> I, I know I'd throw that name in there. Uh, or, you know, the Beach Boys or whatever, or all of the new kids. Well, most of them, four fifths. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, the, it's usually like a, a big thing on set because. Oftentimes you're working around their schedule and when oh, they yes. can be there and when they can shoot and when you can rehearse their scene and all this kind of stuff. And especially for people who aren't actors, yeah. they don't come in usually and like do the whole week of rehearsal. They'll yeah. usually show up on like the pre-tape day when we're getting that done before the audience or something. And they'll, or even sometimes just the audience day and yeah. we'll do a quick rehearsal and then we'll just shoot it that night. A lot of times with people who aren't actors, athletes or musicians and stuff, they kind of come in at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is which is also part of why you know oftentimes the the dialogue uh, is what it is. Yes, well, it's, it's they've had no yeah. time to rehearse or practice. Right, they're, and then, yeah, exactly. just like you're winging it. Uh, right. That must be terrifying for the dialogue coaches who are just like, uh, let's run lines. Let's see if we right. have, yeah, let's, can oh, you memorize oh this? <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, it, they they were they were having a, a comeback yeah. in eighty eight. Yeah. So. Very exciting to have that. What a get. Well, like, it, what a it, get. For, it hit number one two weeks before this episode aired. Wow. Timely. Wow. 
Two, Kokomo hit number one 24 years after their first number one hit and just two weeks before this episode aired. So we, we really were like, we, that was... That was excellent, a great get for the show and excellent timing. You could not have planned that better. Wow. Maybe they did plan it. (laughs) I wonder. Like, we have to make Kokomo a number one hit because then Full House airs two weeks later. No, I didn't mean like that. I just meant like maybe they were like, oh, because they're doing this song that's coming out in a movie. Maybe it was like a promo opportunity promo. sort of moment. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That's a good tie-in, yeah. And I and I do think we in our interview, we, we talked with Gary Griffin about it, but I do think this was one of the first times that Brian Wilson had actually been doing anything kind of with the band and publicly in a while because, you know, he had been kind of in and out uh, right. of Beach Boys. Yes, um, I'm very glad, he, but yeah. very glad he made it and came and, yeah. and delivered. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yes. Um, all right, well, let's get into it. We start with the teaser. In uh, Michelle's room, this this is becoming a trend now. These really short teasers involving yep. Michelle doing cute things. Right. Well, it was. I feel like was it backup in case like they couldn't get them to do what they wanted them to do in a scene. It was like at least Michelle's in there somewhere. Yeah, just throw her in <laughs> there and the see what she does. Teaser in the end, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and so this teaser starts with Steph reading a bedtime story to Michelle as they Aww. sit in her rocking chair. This is so cute. Um, and you are an excellent reader at age six. Like, I know you started reading at a very young age, younger than most about, people. About three and a half. Wow. Four, I was reading full, yeah. I it was tell, cool. I, I loved it. I you were I, proud. I, you were proud in this teaser. I was very, yes, I was very proud to be reading. But yeah, I, I um, always loved books and um, had like a sixth grade reading level, I think, by the time I went into wow. school. So yeah, wow. it was pretty fun. And not much has changed. You still love reading and you still, I still read have at a sixth grade, grade reading level. level. Yeah, it's a... <laughs> Yes, maybe. Anytime, anytime. Wow, kick me out of your bed and then insult me. Okay. (laughs) So Michelle lets out a giant unscripted yawn as Stephanie asks, wasn't that a nice story? Michelle responds, again. And Stephanie clearly doesn't want to read this again, but she kindly obliges. So Steph starts the story again and just quickly runs through a recap. Once upon a time, Cinderella lost a shoe, found a shoe, and lived happily ever after. I mean, that's the gist of it, really. Really? What more do you need? Throwing a couple terrible step family members yeah. and you got it. You, you don't it. need details. Like, just sum it up. This is the Cliff Notes right. version of Cinderella. Exactly. <laughs> um, but Michelle looks at Stephanie dissatisfied and says, bad story again. <laughs> and Steph admits, well, you're pretty smart for someone who drools. <laughs> Michelle lets out a little laugh and Stephanie begins reading the full story of Cinderella. Very cute. Short and sweet. Yep. Uh, cute little this. sister moments, yeah. the cute little Michelle moments. I like this. Yeah, very, very cute. So then we roll credits and the Beach Boys get a special credit at the top of the show. Yeah. I mean, this is a big deal. You know it's a big deal. That was right. You know it's going to be a big deal when your guest stars agents have secured them uh, <laughs> front of uh, front of show placement. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's a big yeah. deal. Capital B. Yeah. Uh, so we start in the Tanner's kitchen and DJ is setting the table for breakfast. As Stephanie digs through a box of oat boats, man, the oat boats need a, a credit as well. They're a recurring character. I mean, they did, the oat boats were, well, after Steph did the commercial, she obviously got a lifetime supply. So that's just a never ending <laughs> supply of oat boats. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's free. With, Why not? With, with really non obvious cardboard cutout of a dinosaur <laughs> taped onto the box, like, but not even at the edges, just kind of stuck on there where you're like, is that just. So it's just taped on there? Yeah, yeah. They, they taped it on five minutes before the cameras no, just, were right, right. Like, I don't know. Let's get some scotch tape. Slap it on there. It'll be fine. Ah, yeah. the 80s. <laughs> Love the 80s. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Um, but in very eighties, in very eighties style, Steph was looking for the toy in the cereal box. Yes, yes. I don't blame you. That's the, the most important giant glow in the dark dinosaur, which was obviously in the box. So uh, Stephanie tells DJ that she's looking for a giant glow in the dark dinosaur. You just said that, uh, and DJ reminds her of Danny's rule: never put your arm into somebody else's breakfast. It's a good if role. that's a rule, that implies that somehow that's been a problem in the house before. And I don't know in what scenario people keep sticking their arms into someone else's breakfast. But oh, I'll tell you. I have, a, I have a good guess. Joey Gladstone, I bet he is putting his arm oh, in the cereal probably, boxes. Yeah, yep, probably. <laughs> that would be on brand for him. Okay. Uh, and a good rule, you know. The Tanners need this type of guidance. It's a, it's a good life rule. Just don't put your arm into someone else's breakfast. Yes, please. Wherever that breakfast might be, <laughs> just don't stick your arm in there. <laughs> so Steph pours the cereal into her bowl. Perfect amount of cereal, of course. And with no dinosaur in sight, she announces that he has escaped. Oh, bummer. Yep. Danny walks into the kitchen dressed in a Hawaiian shirt and white pants <laughs> and sunglasses. It's like he's going to work at Cheesecake Factory with the white pants. <laughs> And he says, cowabunga, beach bunnies. <laughs> and DJ excitedly says, all right, surf's up, dude. And Michelle In Wade, case we were wondering about the Beach Boys being on the show, right. we are going to throw in a ridiculous amount of 60s surf lingo. Oh, yes, yes. They're loading. They're front loading the episode right. with front uh, loading it. Yeah, Beach yeah. Boy stuff. Um, Michelle waves and says, hi, daddy. Like they're giving her lines in every, every single scene now. She's, she's yeah. working for her paycheck now. She's really. But so, right? Yeah. She's her little great. dried fruit that she would. Yeah, dried, yes. eat, yeah. Payment in dried fruit. Uh, Danny tells the girls that he cannot believe that the Beach Boys are going to be on Wake Up San Francisco. What? what? He tells them, I am stoked. Whatever that means. I'm surprised. Stoked has made it through the years, by the way. It has. still say stoked. I still huh. say stoked. Yeah. Well, now the kids say shook, I guess. I, I didn't know. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm shook. I'm shook. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm shook. But back in uh, the 1980s, it was, uh, it was, wait, it was stoked. Sorry. I had a small stroke there. Hang on. Yeah, yeah, I need well, to- you had, you were like in the 80s. It was, well, hold on. I can't see. <laughs> Because that's where we're at. My throat's gone. My eyesight is gone. Like I am, I'm just going to prop myself up and finish this. Um, So DJ says, you like the Beach Boys? I like the Beach Boys. We both like the same group? I must be getting old. Yikes. (laughs) Uh, The the Beach Boys are timeless. So Joey and Jesse appear in the kitchen and the guys all start singing Surf and Safari. Tell me you did not sing along to this. (laughs) You had to. I did. did, And I also was chuckling because I was like, and another Full House musical moment. Uh, always. Yeah. Every every episode. Yep. Show, I didn't realize this show was a musical. I really didn't. <laughs> it really is. I, it really I didn't. Is. And when we did Fuller, I was like, wow, there's a lot of singing in this. I didn't, we didn't do this before. Yeah, yeah we did. It we is did. built into the DNA of the show. Yes. So the girls look at them and shake their heads, causing the guys to stop their singing and Danny admitting, boy, we're mediocre. The family sits down for breakfast and- as Mid, by the way. Mediocre would be mid for you kids out oh. there today. Mid. mid, mid, not great. <laughs> we need to have an explanation of all of these. Yeah, terms. yeah. Well, yeah. we translate. We need to translate uh, from you know '80s language to what the kids say now. A millennial translator, yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the family sits down for breakfast, and as Joey goes to pour milk in his cereal, Steph tells him to hold it. She starts digging through his bowl with her bare hands. I know. Right. I was like, tell me, you washed your so hands. Gross. Stuff. Gross. And she explains that she's looking for a dinosaur. 
Joey laughs and tells her to check the Flintstone vitamins. Delicious. They're so good. I I love the Flintstone vitamins. The camera cuts to Michelle, who has started digging through her own cereal to mimic Stephanie. Such a good role model. for the dinosaur. Yeah. (laughs) Joey thanks Danny for inviting him and Jesse to meet the Beach Boys today. And Danny asks Joey if he remembers the first time they ever heard the Beach Boys. Joey recalls that they tried to become surfers. And who knew that ironing boards didn't float? (laughs) Good to know. Jesse remembers the first time he heard good vibrations. He tells them, I was in first grade. I turned to my date and said, have mercy. Of course, Jesse's dating in first grade. What was Uncle Jesse doing in first grade? What is he doing? (laughs) He started young. He started young. Calm down, Jesse. Calm down and just enjoy the song, you know? (laughs) Uh, So Danny takes a bite of his cereal and chokes up a little red dinosaur. Steph takes it in disbelief. That can't be my giant glow-in-the-dark dinosaur. I love how you said di- dinosaur. Dinosaur. I, right? I was like, who says dinosaur? <laughs> like, what, did I get some weird accent? I don't know. Yeah, I was like, oh, that can't be my glow-in-the-dark dinosaur. <laughs> it's such know. a great, such a, you're watching your diction like uh, Brian I, Kale, yeah, right. our dialogue coach, taught you. Um, she says it looks more like a dino shrimp, and she's disappointed, but yeah. Them the breaks, Welcome girl. Welcome to the lies of capitalism. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're getting one thing, and you're not. And you're yeah, not. You're getting much, much less. smaller, and yeah, yeah, much less. So we cut to the set of Wake Up San Francisco, and the set is completely redecorated to fit a beachy theme with plastic beach chairs, surfboards, a ginormous beach ball, and other such things. Danny runs over to Jesse and Joey to tell them that the Beach Boys are going to be on the next segment. And they're very, very excited. And I love seeing the set, our actual sound stage yeah. in the background, the walls. In the background. With yep. the chicken wire. And there's yep. a sign that says, do not obstruct air duct. And I'm like, yes, that was our set. Yeah, like, that, was just the, that was just literally the back wall of our actual sound yeah. stage. So cool. Yeah. Multi-purpose. Right. Uh, when Danny runs back onto set, Joey turns to Jesse and announces that he has a crazy idea. He says, you know our jingle for beach butter suntan lotion we've been trying to sell? Well, suntan lotion, the Beach Boys, our beach butter jingle. Jesse tells him, "Uh, these guys are legends. We can't ask the Beach Boys to sing a measly jingle. Yeah, they have a number one hit two weeks before this. Right. Joey, what are you thinking? Well, and Joey, I mean, do we have to remind him of the cat puppets from the last episode mm. where he screwed up that uh, that ne- pitch and the ad? Never adage? forget the cat puppets. Right? So it's like, this is too soon, Joey. This is fresh and, yeah, too soon. Too, too soon. soon. Joey says it wouldn't hurt to ask, and Jesse responds, wrong. You ask, and I'll hurt you. So we cut to Danny. Danny is on air, sitting on a plastic beach chair as he tells his audience he is so stoked, whatever that means. He says, my co-host, Rebecca, is walking down the hall with the Beach Boys as we speak. He is handed a note, and he unfolds it, and he announces, I'm getting a note. And now, I'm getting a migraine. He reads, the Beach Boys plane can't land due to fog. A very, very typical San Francisco experience. Well, and this, again, Carl the Fog strikes again, ruining the Tanner's plans. Remember in uh, season one? Oh, that's one, right. That's you right. had to cancel it's your Disneyland trip. We had to because... cancel the Disneyland trip yeah. because of Carl the Fog, which is the nickname that San, Fr- San Francisco people have given to the yeah. Fog. He has an Instagram okay. account. He, she, I don't know. I don't know if he has an Instagram account and he's just ruining the Tanner's day. Yes, it's so rude. Again. How rude, right? How, <laughs> how rude, Carl. How rude indeed. 
so he crumples the paper and tosses it, trying to make light of the situation by telling the audience, hey, I promised you would hear good vibrations and I never break a promise. Danny grabs a guitar and Jesse whispers, oh no, he wouldn't. Joey adds, he shouldn't. And Danny starts to sing good vibrations while playing the guitar singing each separate harmony of the song. Like, I thought he did pretty good. Bob, though- <laughs> I wrote down, I was like, this is such a prime example of Bob doing all the harmonies. All and like, he, I rem- he had a joke, I think, like this too in his stand-up where it was, he, like there was singing a song or whatever. He's like, and then this guy goes, da, 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 and the, oh, yeah. whatever. But really funny. And so I, I always love watching Bob play. I mean, he was a, you know, he could play guitar as well and sing. And uh, yeah, I thought he did a great job oh. with the vibe, with the uh, good vibrations harmonies. I mean, some of those are high. Yeah. He, he, he was, was doing a great, great singer and he, he just killed yeah. this whole number. I know he's supposed yeah. to be dorky doing it, but I was <laughs> impressed. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I'm sure every one of our listeners can attest that we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. And I carry around quite a few of them myself. I know when I bottle up my problems and emotions, it can start to have a negative effect in my day-to-day life. Therapy is my safe space where I can get things off my chest and figure out how to solve the things that are weighing me down. Seriously, therapy is an amazing tool to help you be the best version of yourself. And whether you're aiming to set new boundaries, something that is sometimes missing in our episodes, uh, (laughs) or learn positive coping skills, or learn to heal from trauma, therapy can help. With BetterHelp, all you need to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. It's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HowRude today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HowRude. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. 
They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Uh, So we cut to the kitchen, and Danny is ironing his suit jacket while managing to iron his tie as it's already on his neck. It's just peak Danny Tanner here. Yes. Kimmy barges in the back door uh, without knocking, of course, and she asks, hey, Mr. Tanner, ironing your tie again? He jumps up, startled. She asks if DJ is home, and Danny tells her, oh, she's doing her homework, but I'm sure you'll put an end to that. (laughs) Kimmy starts to walk away, but then tells Danny, "Hmm, tough break about the Beach Boys not showing up. I guess they had something better to do. Danny yells after her, you ever heard of Fog Gibbler? I love this. This is the, this is the start of a very this, long line of Danny Tanner and Kimmy Gibbler moments of uh, yes, the just, barbs going back and just forth. Flinging barbs Hilarious. at each other. Love it. So Jesse and Joey burst through the door trying to find the radio. Joey tells him they're playing their jingle at 345. They turn on the radio and their jingle plays. Eat at Beano's. And that's it. Today. <laughs> oh, no, that's the part that got cut. Almost, yeah. Right. Jesse asks, wait, that's it? They chopped our jingle into shreds. And Jesse and Joey sing the full version to Danny so he can get an idea of how it was supposed to sound. And it is, eat at Beano's today. today. Sorry, yes. I ruined that. I, I totally, I was like, here, let me tell you the punchline before we get to the. <laughs> that's all right. Hey, it's okay. It's all right. Whatever. We were due. We were due for a Jody Sweeten uh, screw up. So, yeah. it's true. <laughs> Thank you for delivering. Um, so the radio announcer who is Brian Kale, our dialogue coach, yep, by the way. our dialogue coach, using excellent diction. Excellent yep. diction. He states that they're holding a big contest where you can win a dream night with the Beach Boys. The guys are intrigued. The lucky winner will get two front row seats for tomorrow night's concert. All you have to do is be the seventh caller and name the Beach Boys song. <clears throat> Very exciting. Did you ever try, did you ever call in a radio station and try and win stuff? Oh yeah, do you remember for like, new kids on days? the block? Absolutely, I was. Oh, always you probably yeah. Tying up you the probably had like seven phones. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, no, because nobody had that. You had like a landline. No, and that was it. I just had one. Yeah, no, just one landline and just redial. And you had to like punch in. There was no like pressing one button for redial. You had to actually physically press the buttons uh, each time of the radio station. So you know, it was, it was such a hardship. Back in the 80s, having to dial the phone. It really what You had to dial a phone. I mean, and, you know, that wasn't even speaking of rotary phones. I mean, you couldn't, you know, imagine <laughs> trying to win something with a rotary phone. You're like, ah, keep going, yes. not a zero. Right. You would instantly lose just because of the, the amount of time it takes to dial on a rotary phone. <laughs> well, luckily now you can win all the new kids tickets that you want with all of your, uh, all of your many devices. Yes, yes, that's true. Yes. I have a good chance now. <laughs> So Jesse immediately picks up the phone to call, but he hears that DJ is on the other line. They give up their chances at winning. And yeah, I remember yeah, I remember this. You have to share the phone line with every single person that lives in yeah. the house. And so and if, people can listen to your phone conversations. Yes. They pick it up. There's, they do it quietly enough. Mm-hmm. They can just listen right in. There's no privacy. And then if you live with teenage girls, yeah, they're on the phone with their girlfriends all, all the time. The time. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's a, it was a problem. We had to get a second phone line in my house. Right. One and that was like a big, that was for, like a big thing was like, oh, oh I have my own phone line. We yeah. were, we were privileged to have yes, a second phone quite. line. Yes. Yes. So the guys all start to walk away when the radio announcer says, we have a seventh caller. What's your name? And the girl responds, 
DJ Tanner. All the guys run back towards the phone and ask in unison, DJ? We cut to DJ and Steph's room where Stephanie is yelling towards DJ in excitement. You're on the radio. DJ responds, I know, be quiet. The radio announcer tells her that in order to win the contest, she has to name the hit song. So Help Me Rhonda starts to play. And the guys name the song without hesitation. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so DJ stutters. She's trying to think of the name of the song. She can't think of it, which I'm like, I thought DJ was a big fan of the Beach Boys. How does she not know? Help me, Rhonda. Come on, DJ. Um, So she's trying to think of it. She's and she whispers, "Help me, Gibbler," to Kimmy. And the guys downstairs say, "Help me, Gibbler." And the announcer asks DJ to repeat what she just said. And DJ slowly says, help me. And Joey and Jesse and Danny burst through the door and yell, Rhonda. <laughs> so DJ has answered correctly and everybody Yay. cheers. Yay. The announcer tells her that she'll be picked up in a limousine by the Beach Boys themselves and she will travel with them to their sold out concert. And we get our very first thank you, thank you, thank you from DJ, which becomes a recurring thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank, thank you. you, thank you, thank yeah. you. The announcer asks DJ who she'll bring along with her. Danny clears his throat to get her attention. Jesse and Joey point at themselves and smile. Steph and Kimmy have huge grins on their faces while they beg for her to take them. DJ is obviously overwhelmed, and Michelle sticks her hand in the air to shout, me, me, me. (laughs) DJ lets out a giant sigh as she realizes the big decision that she has to make. Mm. Uh Uh-oh. We cut to uh, later on, and uh, in the kitchen, we see Joey making burgers for breakfast. Aha. He's making DJ's favorite food so he can butter her up and convince her to take him to the Beach Boys concert. Burgers for breakfast feels uh, like a lot. Feels that's a, It's a heavy breakfast. I yeah. mean, and I love a burger. Me I'm too. A, cheeseburgers are my favorite too, but I don't know if I can eat it for breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I need a lighter breakfast. Otherwise, I'd be in a food coma for the rest of the day if I had a it's burger true, right. for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> so Jesse is on to Joey's antics here, and he says, Joseph, you're a disgrace. DJ runs downstairs while she's listening to music, thanking on her. On a Walkman. On a Walkman, yes, yes. On a, a, and not a CD Walkman, guys. No. A cassette tape Walkman. <laughs> cassette tape. Which, yeah, a cassette tape Walkman with like the little sponge, like headphones. Oh, yeah, the spongy that, outer talk, right, cover. The, yeah. The, great noise canceling on those, let me tell you. <laughs> None. If, if your idea of noise canceling is actually hearing everything around you more than the music that's playing in your ears. Yes. It amplified yeah. all it, the it, noise Noise canceling you. as far as the music that you're listening to. It yeah. cancels that noise and you just hear everything else going on around you. <laughs> exactly. Oh, those were the days. Uh, so DJ thanks Uncle Jesse for making a tape of her favorite songs. A mixtape. Love it. Mixtapes were a love language in the 80s. They really were. Yeah, that was yeah. a thing that your boyfriend would make yep. you a mixtape. Boyfriend, your Yo. fa- or you would make it like for your yeah. friends. It was just the mixtape was the jam. And then Kimmy walks in uh, again without knocking. And she announces to DJ, I bet I know who wants a plate of my mom's double fudge brownies. Stephanie yells, I do, I do. And Kimmy responds, dream on, squirt. <laughs> she puts I her I, I love putting you down yeah that's my yep. favorite thing to do still to this day she puts her arm around <laughs> with DJ love, with love oh, yeah, with love with love <laughs> I feel bad I feel bad she puts her arm around DJ and kindly tells her these are for DJ from her very best friend Kimmy with love Steph breaks it to her uh, if you think she's gonna pick you over her own sister then you haven't seen how I made her bed this morning 
Played like a good older sister. Just get the younger one to do all the things you don't want to do. Do all I've of her bidding. I've that in my house all the time. <laughs> yeah. B is yeah. always having to do. Yeah, I'm like, Zoe, bidding. did you put your laundry in? B's like, I did it for her. I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is yeah, definitely a sibling dynamic. Oh, oh for man. sure. Danny tries convincing everyone that DJ will not make her choice based on bribes or special treatment. That's not how he raised her. And he slyly adds, oh, my firstborn, while grinning at her. DJ gets ready to announce who she's bringing to the concert while everyone does a little last-minute bribing. She confesses that, well, she'd hate to see this end, but she picks Uncle Jesse. Jesse jumps up in excitement as everyone congratulates him. Danny tries hiding his disappointment while admitting that's quite a surprise. Jesse tells everyone he'll bring them back T-shirts and souvenirs, and Danny sits at the table looking extremely hurt by the decision. Oh. But it makes sense. I mean, Jesse's the musician of the I family. Know. This is a He's natural choice, in my And I mean, opinion. you know, when you're a dad to a teenage girl or a preteen girl, like, they don't want to hang out with you. No, no, no. No, that so, would be embarrassing. He's, he's the kind of the cool uncle. So this, yeah. this makes sense. Yeah. This makes sense. I agree with this decision. Who do you think would be the pit, the radio, like, who would the tickets be for now if we were to do this show now? Like, oh. who would the... Oh, would it be like Taylor Swift or yeah. Beyonce or something? It would be, I, w- I would say Taylor Swift because you got to compete with those Swifties and they know all the tricks, all the secrets. Right. They have down, right. They, it's like a job for the Swifties. Yeah, I do. I do feel like the, like a, that would be a, a very full house thing to, to do. Yes. Yeah. Was it Taylor Swift? Well, fullest house. There we go. There we go. We're writing this. We're writing the storylines for 30 years from now. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. So we cut to Michelle's room where Michelle is painting. Uh, DJ walks in carrying this mustard color blazer with very large shoulder pads. I have I th- I have some background info on the <gasps> costumes in this. You do, okay. By the way, do you want to talk about it now or wait till we get we'll, there? We'll get we'll get a little further into okay. it. But I, I if I remember right, I think this was the the outfit that Candace and I. I wore the same outfit too that we wore to a George Michael concert. I was going to say like a, it looks like George Michael. And I think it was I think it was like uh, stuff that we purchased for ourselves mm. but that we wound up using on the show or re- or maybe that we used on the show that then we got to wear you kept for yourself. So yeah. One, right, right. I'm not sure how it worked but anyway. Oh cool. I remember that very distinctly from Candace's. Oh work. yes. Yes, this mustard colored blazer was everything. With- it was so cool. Shoulder pads for days. Shoulder I mean, pads. Just it was like, you know, it, she just she looks like a linebacker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it was great. Very kind of Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation. To, yeah. Well, no, we weren't quite there yet. Okay. We weren't quite Rhythm Nation, but like with the with this the the, little the, chain like military stuff on, and it was mm-hmm. yeah. So DJ asks her dad if it's a good outfit for the concert. Danny tells her it's beautiful, and he assures her that she'll have a great time. And then he asks. Just out of curiosity, how come you picked Uncle Jesse to go with you tonight? Because he's not your dad. <laughs> Sorry. Well, you know, yeah. like that's I mean, that's kind of Danny spoken reason. Sorry, Danny. She loves yeah, you, but Danny's insecurity is coming out. It's coming through. DJ tells him it's because Jesse loves the Beach Boys and he's a musician. Duh. Yeah. So Danny nods and tells her that that makes sense. DJ emphasizes that Danny's a talk show host. If she won a night with Oprah Winfrey, she would definitely pick him. Makes sense. Danny reminds her that he still likes music too, even though he's not in a band. He says, 
I grew up with the Beach Boys, but it's not a big deal. Come on, Danny, this guilt trip. Like, this is... Right, right. Come on. I, I watched it. I was like, this is... Parents should not guilt trip their no. kids about stuff like this. Like, let the... No. The, like, and this is kind of out of character. This is sort of like indirect manipulation. <laughs> I don't know if Danny's yeah, aware that he's yeah, doing Yeah, Danny's kind of... Yeah, exactly. Like Danny like, Tanner. You know? It doesn't feel like Danny. If it, like, Danny feels... I mean, he's trying to be... I, I guess... There, it's a very fine line between walking the, you know, the idea that like Danny feels sometimes a little bit left out because now he's brought these other people in to help oh, raise the kids yeah. and, so, and they're cooler than him. I yeah. mean, not, you know, but to be fair. So, you know, I get it. But yeah, and but yeah it's kind of those things where you're like, as, an, as a parent, you just go like, I'm not going to just have fun. Bye. Yeah, you can see that Danny has... Had these girls, you know, when they're little girls, they worship their dad, you know, daddy's little right. girl. And yeah, you yeah. can tell that, you know, DJ's growing out of this and Danny is yeah. not having a, yeah. a good time with this. He's does not agree. And he's so insecure. It's rough. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, man. So DJ looks at him worriedly and asks, you don't feel bad, do you? And D- uh, Danny assures her it's no problem. After all, he did get to see Smurfs on ice with her. Also brilliant. Also brilliant. <laughs> yeah, right. He tells DJ to go get dressed, leaving her to feel uncertain about her decision. Danny turns around. He he sees that Michelle has painted all over her dresser with red paint, calling her work pretty. But I like how she says it, pity. Like she's pity, pity, pity. Yeah, pity. He runs over to her and reiterates that she needs to paint on the paper. (laughs) Always being the clean freak. (laughs) But he very conveniently has a sponge and cleaner Mm, waiting mm -hmm. right there. It's like he was anticipating this mess when he started this project. With well, her. as you do with a toddler when you give them paint. Yes, yes. Danny starts to clean the paint off the dresser as Michelle looks at his pants, and then she paints a red streak on his pants and says, Daddy, pity. <laughs> Danny starts to frantically clean his pants, and he tells her, can you say dry cleaner? <laughs> yeah. I felt like that was an ad lib from Bob. It felt like it wasn't scripted. It, right, it felt pro- like he was just ad libbing yeah, until the director Probably. yelled cut. And this was, you know, this was around the time that they, that like the girls, excuse me, Ashley and Mary Kate started saying lines yeah, on the show. Yeah. And you know, people always kind of wonder what the process was for that. And oh, it yeah, let's talk about that. Well, and we'll talk about it also when we have Adria later, who was our <gasps> yes. studio teacher and also worked with uh, the Olsen twins on the show. Um, but she was always with them and with them on set. And basically what we would get them to do is they would, you know, be in the scene and we'd kind of take a moment and Adria would say the line, mm-hmm. how she wanted them, you know, how they, they wanted the Michelle to say the line. And, it, you know, it was funny and ridiculous and over the top watching an adult human be like, <laughs> daddy, pretty, you know, was, yes. we were all laughing and Adria was like, this is ridiculous. But the kid, they would repeat it. And then, you know, obviously in the final edit, they just edit it all together and snip out Adria's voice mm-hmm. and stitch it together. So it looked like Michelle was just saying it all on her own. And the reference to the dried fruit was that instead of, you know, candy or anything like that, but like when they would do a good job in between scenes, uh, dried fruit was like little pieces of dried fruit was uh, what Adri would have in her pocket for them, like as a, you know, little bribe reward or like a little, yeah. you know, a little thing like, okay, cool. Like let's keep your, you know, keep your energy up and something to, you know, nibble on that's healthy or whatever. And, um, but yeah, yeah. They, they, the payment was dried fruit. It's kind of like training a dog. Like with the animal trainer, they offer, they get the dog to sit and you give the dog a treat. So, you know, yeah. same thing. Um, and it also, if you notice, to, to our audience, you'll notice that the director always isolates this shot. It's a single shot of Michelle when she says right. a line. It's never a wide shot of the whole room. 
it's always a single. Right. So then they can make that editing cuts um, a lot easier. Right. And so Adria could stand like right next to the camera where they needed her. It looked like Michelle was looking at whoever she was talking to. And yeah. 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 It's a little movie magic. Movie and we'll magic. hear a, a lot more about that again when Adria is on the show. But uh, oh. just that's kind of how the Michelle dialogue was able to happen. A little behind the scenes magic there. Uh, okay, so we, we cut to Jesse's room where Jesse is getting ready for the concert. As Joey tells him, just picture it. You and DJ sitting in, sitting in a limo with the Beach Boys. You just happen to have a tape of our awesome, totally tubular, gnarly beach butter jingle, dude. Jesse is unamused as he says, A, don't call me dude. B, it's a dumb idea. And two, I don't have a tape. <laughs> See, this is... Typical John with the right, A, yeah. B, two. B and two. He does. He still does that to this day. So we see that Joey has managed to slip the tape into Jesse's coat pocket without him noticing. And he begs Jesse to just think about it. Jesse pretends to think for a second. And then he tells Joey, get out. He manages to kick Joey out only for Danny to walk right in immediately after. He wants to show off Michelle's abstract art. Because he's convinced someday it'll be hanging in the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Or on their refrigerator. DJ walks in, happy to see them both. And she tells them, oh, I forgot. I promised Kimmy we'd go ice skating. So, Dad, I want you to go with Uncle Jesse to the Beach Boys tonight. Have a great time. She, I know. this. That guilt trip worked. Danny. Yeah. Danny. Danny. So she walks out before they can say anything. Jesse asks Danny what that was all about, and Danny responds, maybe she thought she hurt my feelings when she picked you to go instead of her own father. Maybe. You think? You think, Danny? Jesse asks if he is hurt by the decision, to which Danny admits, well, maybe a little. Danny thought she'd want to go with her dad, but he can't compete with Uncle Rock and Roll. Jesse questions this. He's like, you're jealous of me? If there's anybody that should be jealous, it should be me jealous of you. And Danny tells him, that makes no sense. It Jess- really doesn't make any it, it sense. It kind of doesn't make sense. It really right. doesn't make any He's sense. Right. I, I, don't, I, I feel like Jesse is just placating Danny at this point. Yeah. Like, me, I'm, j- yeah. I'm good looking. You're good looking. Right. You know, right. like, it's one of those, like, no. Like, just, right. You got to make the insecure man feel better about himself. You right. Know? So- right, 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 right. So Jesse emphasizes that Danny has something with these girls that he will never have. When Steph made her first ceramic handprint, she gave it to her dad. And Michelle's first word? Well, it was technically cookie, but her second word was dada. And when DJ gets married, her dad will be the one to walk her down the aisle. Mm. And it did happen in Fuller. It's true. Twice. It's true. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I mean, we assume that Danny walked her down the aisle the first time and then the second time, too. So Right. Jesse tells him, I just hope one day I'm lucky enough to have kids that love me as much as those girls love you. Danny responds, oh, they do worship me, don't they? <laughs> he stands up and thanks Jesse for reminding him how lucky he is. Jesse painfully asks, you're going to hug me, aren't you? Danny grins and tells him, you give me no choice. He grabs Jesse and gives him a big squeeze against his will. And the audience applauds. <laughs> yep, this is the beginning of, yeah, Danny Tanner and his, uh, well, not the beginning, but we yeah. are very clearly seeing Danny and all of his his love of hugging. Yes, his ex- it's his love language is uh, hugging. It is, yeah. So Danny walks into the girls' room and apologizes to DJ for putting her in a tough spot. Thank Good. you, Danny. Finally. Thank you, Danny. Mm-hmm. Yes. He would like for her and Uncle Jesse to go and have a great time. But DJ insists, the Beach Boys mean a lot to you. I want you to go. 
Jesse walks in with Steph following behind, announcing to DJ that he's changed his mind about the Beach Boys. He wants DJ to go with her father instead. Danny argues that if that he's not going, and Jesse argues the same. DJ tells both of, both of them this concert was supposed to be fun. Now everybody's either hurt or disappointed. It's just not worth it. I'm not going. This got ugly fast. Right? Steph butts in and she says, well, I'll go. I mean, she, look, <laughs> she's looking at the reality of it, which is there's two tickets. Someone's right? going. I'll go. Nobody wants to go. I'll take him. Steph is so practical. Like, you know, she yeah. just jumps she's right in. This. Fine. You don't want to go? You don't want to? I'll go? Yeah. yeah. Um, so Joey overhears this and he asks Steph where she's going. Steph tells him, to the Beach Boys. Want to be my date? And he responds, well, sure. What are you wearing? We should coordinate. <laughs> Perfect. Danny makes it clear that DJ is going. She refuses and Danny makes the decision. If DJ's not going, no one is going. This causes everyone oh, to argue. This is just, oh. an imp- it's a rock and a hard place. Yes. You know, it's impossible. This no is- one's winning in this. So the phone rings and Steph answers the phone while everybody else is still arguing. She yells towards the fighting family, excuse me, I'm on the phone. You were so grown up when you said this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on the phone. And then she repeatedly says no, 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 no to the person on the other line and then hangs up. <laughs> Jesse asks, who was it? And she responds, hmm, some beach boy. He called from a limo right in our driveway. I told him no one was going. <laughs> just, just, Which from three no's was a, 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 so much information. Right? I, was, I, I was like, well, how did that all wow. get in there? Yeah. You just communicated that so well with uh, your four no's. <laughs> right. The beach boy was, was tracking. Yeah. They were like, hi, I'm a beach boy. And that's what they said. Hi, I'm a beach boy. Yeah. yeah. I'm a beach yeah. boy. Is DJ hi, going? No. no. Is DJ going? No. Is anyone going? No. Should I leave now? Yes. Okay. So they all look at each other and bolt downstairs to try to catch the band before they leave. Stephanie looks befuddled as they run out the door and she asks, did I miss something? I just love how clueless you are. (laughs) I'm surprised Steph didn't just go, yeah, I'll be right down and hang up the phone and leave the room and be like, Joey, let's go. Yeah, that's what she should have done. Yeah. So the family runs downstairs to the living room, yelling for the Beach Boys to wait. Jesse opens the door and opens the- both doors. Oh yes, yes. In a non, in yeah. a very, very casual, non-obvious reveal <laughs> because we always throw both doors open wide. Um, well, but you, yeah, you can't fit five Beach Boys in a in one little door frame. You no, open you can't. Both of them. You can't. It's a it's a physical impossibility. Yes. You can fit four Beach Boys into a small space, but not five. It's not a clown car here. It's a right. Uh, so the Beach oh, Boys. It's a limo. It's a limo. Yes, the Beach Boys are standing right there in front of them. We are met with a huge applause from the audience, and the whole family is smiling ear to ear. How cool must this have been for the the live audience? Right? See the Beach Boys there? Yeah. How amazing. Danny exclaims, hey, you're the Beach Boys. Come on in. And then he has the nerve to ask them to wipe their feet before they walk in the door. Well, they could have been at the beach. No one wants to bring sand in. (laughs) It takes forever to get that out of the rug. Being that they're Beach Boys. (laughs) And even though they're well older than anyone in the room. (laughs) They are the beach men. The beach men, <laughs> yes. The beach, the beach doesn't have the same ring to it. No, it's, the alliteration sounds, just isn't there. Yeah, it really does something for it. The beach boys all walk into the house, shaking hands with the whole family, and Joey spews out their names in excitement. And in exposition, so that in case anyone who didn't know what their names were and just referred to them as beach boys, which is their collective group name, um, we all knew that they actually had names. 
Uh, and then the Beach Boys proceed to introduce themselves to each other and shake the hands of their bandmates as a joke. And the Beach Boys look great here. Like they're just wearing their like they are their in Hawaiian some, shirts. They're just casual, it, you know, pants, jeans, whatever. Just it's just some Hawaiian shirts. Uh, I think Bruce is wearing a like a blue jacket with uh-huh. sort of like I don't know, like MC Hammer pants. One of them's in shorts. Yeah, it's very casual for going to perform at a concert, right? Well, going to perform at a concert in San Francisco <laughs> when your flight has gotten delayed due to fog, it's not warm. It's cold. The beach the beach boys need a beach blanket yes. to wrap around them or at least full pants. <laughs> you know? Yes. I, I and I yeah. it's leave the board shorts. The at way home, they were you know? dressed, I like I even wrote it was like what are they wearing? <laughs> like I, you know, I was like what is happening in this? And yeah. But also, oh my God, they're so young. They're so young. So, like, I mean, compared to now. Yeah. They, they are, but yeah. they are so young and um, yeah. They that's look just, great. That's exactly how I remember so them. Cool. You know, that's that's how they that's how they are forever embedded into my brain. It's just, yes. just like that. Uh, so Carl asks if there's a DJ Tanner here, and DJ introduces herself. Al tells her, Oh, we hear you're not coming to the concert. Bon Jovi in town? <laughs> DJ tells them, well, it's a long story. But Bruce responds, we've got time. Yeah, as any <laughs> band does before a big show. Right. To yeah. stop by a stranger's house. Yeah, hey, we got time. Sure. Walk in but and tell hear, us everything. hear a story. Yeah, got a snack. Yeah. Brian assures her, well, they never start the show without us. He's got a point. That's very true. And Mike tells the group, let's order a vegetarian pizza. Which See, I was just saying, we needed uh They need yeah, a snack. They needed a- Need a snack. And Mike Love uh, is a vegetarian in real life, so this... That's right. He wanted to... Yeah, I made the point of it being a vegetarian it's gotta pizza. It's got to be. No meat. No meat on that yep. pizza. <laughs> yep. So Steph walks up to the group and asks, who are these guys? Jesse introduces her to the legendary Beach Boys, and she responds, big boys. <laughs> Such a great I delivery of that line. Yes, but I'm not sure what it meant. I don't... It was... Well, they're not little boys. She was expecting, like... Kids her age. Oh, like and they're, like that they're, they're okay. Big got boys. it. That, I was like, I didn't under like it was. I don't know why I didn't like it wasn't right. Okay, well, just like sense. you said three yeah. minutes ago, they're like beach no, men. Right, right. <laughs> that's true. Beach men. Right. Be- yes. Very big boys. Right. Very are, big boys. Not, got it. But it's okay. such a funny delivery. And Jesse big quickly boys. puts his hand over Stephanie's mouth, which is so funny. <laughs> and Mike responds, "Cute kid." Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I need to get away and pack up the car and break free to embark on an adventurous weekend. What do you say, A.B.? Will you uh, will you come with me? Well, how will we get there, Jody Sweeten? 
Well, may I suggest the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Oh, I have seen this car. It is stunning. Right? I am loving the new Hyundais. And the features make it the perfect vehicle to pack up the family and get away. There's available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, which is perfect when you have two kids who both want to stare at their phones rather than talk to you. I speak Mm. from experience. (laughs) Relatable. The Santa Fe's entire existence is to make sure it can take you on any adventure, stress-free and ready to relax. Ooh, what do you say, Andrea? How about we like, you know, time travel isn't real, but what if we like take it back to the uh, the late 80s and go on a phone-free weekend somewhere? Oh, yes. Let's go. Let's go to Joshua Tree <gasps> where there's not even cell there's cell, no- cell phone service. Perfect. We let's go on a let's go on a little weekend trip somewhere. Yeah. Out we'll make we'll make it like it's 1988, no yes. phones, no nothing. I'm going to braid my hair into a rat tail and <laughs> bring a guitar to sing like a ripper. It's going to be great. I'm going to put my hair up in a scrunchie with my with perm, my permed hair Ugh. and uh head on out in in the Hyundai. So, if you want to just escape your house filled with kids or your sister's widowed husband and your jingle writing partner, just go up to the snow and sing a cappella with your ripper's bandmates. This is the car to do it. Well, that is if you don't already own a motorcycle and maybe have a helmet. <laughs> Visit hyundaiusa.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. So we have a quick commercial break and then we're right back in the living room where the Tanner family is singing Kokomo with the Beach Boys as they're all gathered on the couch. Jody, you're singing your little heart out. I'm so in, oh, clapping, just yes. like, I, yeah, in it. I can distinctly hear your voice, even though there's a bunch of people singing. I can hear your voice. So you are projecting. Well, it was, I was also the only five-year-old girl in a, in a mostly, like, room, in a room men. full of mostly men singing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It stands The Beach out. Boys, I stood out. Yes, yes, you did. And in a great way, too. Thank you. It was, I had a great time. Like I I said, I always loved the music on the show. And I'm sure you had no clue just how impossible, like who does, who sings with the Beach Boys casually? You know, like what an incredible opportunity. I I knew, I definitely knew who the Beach Boys were. I was, I mean, I was a fan. I loved their music. I mean, you know, uh, I, I, it was exciting, but I Uh, didn't, again, didn't quite get the enormity of just how successful and how popular and how iconic they they were at the time. And yeah, I was just like, hey, cool. Let's yeah. sit on a couch and sing. I'm in. You're just like, oh, who are we having next There's week? There's no fear. Janet Jackson yeah, right. coming by next week? Yeah, like, I would have been like, great. Let's dance it up. I'm cool. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> just casual celebrities in the house. 
So Jesse exclaims, this is great. We're hanging out with the Beach Boys. We're singing, eating pizza. You guys want to come up and see my room? <laughs> it's like such a little kid moment. Such a little kid. Come see my room? So, so cool. excited. Yep. Joey pulls Jesse away and convinces him, hey, this is their big chance to show the band their jingle. Jesse agrees. Okay, he's going to give it a shot. Joey, once again, found a way to sneakily get the tape into Jesse's coat pocket. And uh, Mike stands up just as Jesse is about to approach him. And Mike tells the family, it's been a great evening. And for once, nobody bugged us to listen to some song they've written. And And done. And no, yeah. <laughs> Jesse quickly throws the tape over his shoulder and Joey catches it without hesitation. This is Such a great, a great bit. Yeah. I'm like, how, 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 how much did they rehearse that? It was done so well and so smoothly. Yeah. Great stuff. Jesse pats Mike on the shoulder and laughs and saying, oh, he hates when that happens. <laughs> Carl asks- Jesse's awfully familiar with the Beach Boys. You know, I mean, I know oh. John actually knew them and stuff, but like, it is sort of a strange, you're like, wow, you just, like, hey, buddy. Putting his arm around him. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. 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 He, hey, they've shared a pizza. They are good friends by now. That's true. Once you've shared a pizza with someone, it's, yeah. it's a different experience. Mm-hmm. Carl asks DJ who she'll be taking with her to the concert. Mm. She hesitates, and Al calls for a Beach Boy huddle, and they all get together and sing a quick little tune. Now, this reminds me of Fuller House, the new kids. When the new kids on the block were on Fuller House, they did new kids huddle in the limo that you and I were in. That's right. I was like, this is a trend. They have musical bands, and then the bands have huddles. And the bands have huddles, yes. and the and the huddles involve singing. Yes. The, 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 yeah. And I, don't they sang, I don't know if the new kids sang or just did the... Or just did... You know, but yeah. it's, it's definitely a... That was... Now I think that was a callback to this episode. Yeah. So excited It was. This. Yeah. Okay, so they the Beach Boys are huddling. They're all singing a quick little tune before Bruce says, they've talked it over. And they would like the whole family to be their guests. <gasps> so exciting. The family Ta-da. thanks them. And Michelle exclaims, Kokomo. <laughs> Brian shouts, hey, a request. And then the band and the Tanner family all break into a Kokomo jam session again. Yep. Ooh, the acoustic jam session of Kokomo cuts perfectly to a live performance of the song yes. at their concert. Oh, my goodness. This is just everything. This is the the pinnacle of this episode. The concert scene set this up for us. Like I said, I was having the best time watching this, sitting here in my office, just like, "Mm, mm, mm." Like, I was so into it. I loved it. And watching that and remembering, it was so exciting. Like we, it was, there was such a vibe of, and it was also, I want to say like the first, um, I mean, we we never shot like at a concert before. Yeah, you know what I mean. You like we never sound stage. This is yeah. We left the sound stage, which is always a scary proposition for a sitcom because mm-hmm. you get in your little routine and your multicam and you know what you're doing, and then you take them outside and it goes crazy. <laughs> but this was like beyond. We were basically inserting ourselves into their concert. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and they were, uh, yeah, they were they were playing. Um, at uh, the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. They were playing at, at the USC Coliseum down here in L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was not a San Francisco, no. actual San Francisco concert. But it, luckily, it was not Candlestick the Park. USC <laughs> colors and the 49ers colors are kind uh, of close enough. Yeah, that's that, true. That like, you could almost buy, if you just didn't look at the um, you know Tommy the Trojan head on the <laughs> giant billboard behind them and all the people in USC sweaters and sweatshirts <laughs> and hats and all of that. Yes. Uh, if you didn't look at that, you were like, oh, they're totally in San Francisco. 
So cool. And according to my very limited research, so this was a one-hour concert after the USC game against California. And I don't know why, but the, okay, the Beach Boys are going to put on an hour-long concert. Again, Kokomo. (laughs) It was, they were, it was, Kokomo was, they were doing a bunch of press in relation to the song that came out with the Uh, movie. Because the movie was doing really well, I think. And that that was like, because it was all kind of around that same time. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh. And yeah, that was, I, I didn't remember what it was. I was like, was it a, why was it a concert? Like, why, why were, why were there cheerleaders there? Mm-hmm. I wasn't, I was confused on that. True. Um, so and it was, you know, of course, never explained. But yeah, like they cut to the crowd and in the front, it's like, oh, it's just the entire USC cheerleading squad. <laughs> and you're like, oh, pay no attention. Pay to no the, attention to them. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, there's like hula dancers on the stage. Like anything goes. This is just a, any, everything but right. the kitchen sink in this concert. Right. Which I was like, ooh, I don't, mm, that feels, mm. well, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Well, it was the 80s. 80s. It was the 80s. Um, but is, I have a question too. Is Kokomo a real place? Oh, I don't know. Is Kokomo? I, 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 is there a producer on hand who can tell us? I don't know. I think Kokomo is an actual island. You think it's an actual island? I do think it's an actual island. Oh. I so, think it's an actual island. I'm going to go. That sounds, okay. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm here Bahamas, with you on this journey. West Indies. I don't know. Somewhere around Somewhere there. in that region. Okay. Let's, Maybe. let's, let's, let's um, go with that. It is real, but, but not off the Florida Keys. Oh. But that's what, according to Jensen. Okay. Um, Why don't I see Jensen's, Jensen's right, right off the Florida that was, that was just a Jody. Okay. Kokomo is a real place, but not off the Florida Keys. It's actually six places because there is a Kokomo in Indiana, Missouri, Arkansas, Colorado, Hawaii, and Texas. Wait, there's a Kokomo? You mean like so a So there's city? a Kokomo, but it's not an island to which well, it's, it's not, no, you can it's tell not me where you want to go. Like, like the song says. No, there, there, there is a Kokomo Charters in Sarasota, which is not what they're referencing. But the music video was filmed in Florida, so it goes back and forth here. Oh, interesting. <gasps> But they also said there is a Kokomo in the Fiji Islands and a community named Kokomo in Hawaii. But these are not what they're referencing. This no. has got to be a fictitious place. Okay. Okay. Not. I don't. Right? Yeah. I just not always. The- I was like. I always thought it was. It was a. It was a place because. And I certainly wouldn't fast. have pegged it. Wouldn't have pegged it at Indiana. That didn't right. really feel like the vibe <laughs> of the song. Not quite as tropical I mean, as I was right. they, they do say Montego, Montego, a bunch of factories. Right. That, yeah, they do. That's yeah. true. Right. So that makes the sense. alternate version. Right. Yeah. yeah. The all right. The hip hop version. Yeah. Uh, Reggie, Reggie Miller and. The, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yes. I, happy I got to. Thank talk you, Jensen. Thank you, Jensen. Thank you. We appreciate you. Oh my god! Well, now I know. Now we Kokomo know. Is a, Kokomo's a lie. Kokomo's Boy. a lie. You, you Kokomo's I mean, unless a you live lie. in Kokomo, Indiana, or Hawaii, or wherever, Colorado. I'm so. What now? I have now. I have so many Kokomo I have questions. So many questions, and I want to go visit. I want to go visit all of the Kokomos. Please, <laughs> <laughs> let's go on tour. Can Take you, this podcast on tour. And visit a, all the Kokomos. What if, what if there was a Kokos in Kokomo? Kokomo, <laughs> Coca Kokomos. I feel like Indiana has. A lot of cocos are similar. Yeah, I think cocos was kind of a California thing. Oh, really? And for those of you that don't know, I don't even know if cocos still exists anymore. But yes. it was a restaurant. There is a yes. Does I, it? There's okay, a cocos near me. <laughs> okay, my dad likes um, to go for breakfast with. I me. was gonna say that Phil, that Phil, that tracks. <laughs> yes. Barbs. Um, but yeah, I, I, wow, I, I, I'm wow. aghast that Kokomo is a lie that I was that I was sold. Wow. Um, by the Beach Boys and some. Uh, probably culturally appropriating hula girls. Yes. I just, I'm, I'm, well. it's a great, but okay. 
all that aside, this is an educational Kokomo is fake. It's a fake, and not island. a real place. If I if if I were gonna name an island to want to, you know, baby, where do we go? It, it down to Kokomo. Kokomo feels it feels like coconut, like oh, more coconuts. Kokomo, yes, Kokomo, coconut, Mo Coco, Kokomo. Well, not yeah, like but that's yeah. I could okay. I'll give them that. Okay, okay. I'll give them. They that. repurposed but, the city of Kokomo in Indiana and repurposed right. it into a, a tropical right. and island. And if there is a Cocos in Kokomo, Indiana. Please tell us. Uh, please tell us. We will. And if there we're, isn't, we're going. We're we going. are building one. Yes. Because <laughs> if you build it, they will come to Kokomo. <laughs> this is really going. This is going somewhere I did not expect. Uh, yep. Yeah, to and Indiana. <laughs> today I learned. Just to Indiana. <laughs> That's where I wasn't expecting. But this is an educational the, podcast, people. Yes. Uh, also, when running up on stage, something that you don't see is I trip I getting onto the stage yes. at the Coliseum. I'm pretty sure actually I did trip and fall. I think it's the part where like you see us running up on the stage uh-huh. and Bob has me by the hand yes. and I and we're like running up and and going up the steps. And I think just as it like we get to the stage, we clear camera and it cuts, but I'm pretty sure that's about where I tripped and like went sailing forward. Uh, but Joey. I think luckily Bob had me by the hand and kind of, you know, <laughs> yanked me up. up. Yeah. Um, oh, but because I, I vividly remember, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that time I fell down at the Coliseum in front of like 25,000 people. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. That, that, that is so on brand for you. And it's like, no, Truly. Jody, we can't do a take two of this concert. It's right. one and that was done. A, yeah, you can't, that one and done. That's it. You fell. Too bad. Yep, that's uh, it. <laughs> but it was so much fun. And you can just see all of us together having such a great time. Like, it oh, was yeah. such a fun family memory to be up there. And, you know, I... Oh, wow. I remember the excitement of shooting it. I remember it being like, you know, there's, again, that sort of live show excitement. Oh, yeah. And I don't really think that we had done anything at all oh, no. like that. This before. is not huge. nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And nothing that we had shot that was like, you get one chance to do it and this is it. And, oh, yeah. You know, and you're in a concert and go for it. Terrifying. So I think I remember as a kid being like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. It was probably why I fell down. Yeah. But don't screw I, up. And then you yeah, fall. Yeah. Like, don't screw up. And I fall. Uh, but it was so much fun and, and just what a joyful experience and like to watch. Yeah. We were having such a great time up there. Oh. Um, it's a once and it was, you know, second season thing. of the show. Yeah. So people were like, people knew, kind of knew who the Tanners were. Okay, that at was this my point. next question. Yeah. They- I think, yeah, the Tanner, the people knew. I mean, it wasn't like, I don't know how huge the show had gotten at that point, but we were doing, we, you know, we obviously got picked up for a second season. So we were yeah. semi familiar. Okay. Um, okay. So people knew that the, they were taping an episode or a scene from I mean, Full House. Probably about as much as people knew at the, Giants game when we were oh for Fuller the, for Fuller House when they were like yeah we're taping a show here and then I went out and acted like a crazy person and all this stuff, you know for the show yeah and people were very confused so yeah. I'm sure there were about ten people who paid attention to the announcement and okay. then the rest of the people were like who are these who's this who are these people why'd that kid fall down what is, what's happening yeah like who, who what is happening right. right now what is happening but we sang Barbara Ann which oh, so great such a great song so great. It's uh, so catchy. Although I did think it was Bopper Ann for like until yesterday. Bopper Ann? I thought it was Bopper Ann. That's like for my whole life. <laughs> I didn't know it was. Wait, bar- you just discovered this was <laughs> when? Well, okay. And like the last 10 years sometime. 
that yeah but well into adulthood well oh well into adulthood yeah i but i do this i mistake lyrics all the time i love that for you but i what did bopper and mean was it like what is like what does anything mean like she's bopping she's bopping her head and likes this tune and so she's bopping bopping ann bopper ann she's bopping her head it makes sense you know sure (laughs) Oh, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> just okay. ride this ride this journey with me, Jody. Come well, on. I'm, I am along for this ride. I'm I'm bopping along even. <laughs> I, that's uh, you know what? I was bopper Ann when I was listening to this. <laughs> oh, scene. you were so was, great. You were just dancing your little heart out. Candace is just she's dancing like there's no hesitation, like no none. fear. She's just so dancing. much fun. Such a great dancer. And the outfits that Candace and I were oh. wearing, like I said, we okay. I can't, re- like I said, I don't remember if we bought them like and for ourselves and use them for the show or v- vice versa. It's probably that we got them for the show. But our wardrobe department, uh, Gina Traconis and uh, Roberta Hayes, were very excited for the concert because mm-hmm. they knew they could do something really fun. And Oh, yeah. Um, and so I remember going to a, a store in, uh, down like Venice Beach, Santa Monica, um, called Nana's. And I think oh. Nana's is, might still be there. Oh, wow. Or maybe not, but in a different location. I mean, uh, but um, okay. anyway, it's probably closed down by now. Everything's closed <laughs> down. Um, but it was like the cool spot to go if you were like wanted 80s gear. Okay. Okay. So if you see, I'm wearing like, I have like a red, like, like little shirt on, uh-huh. but I have. A black petticoat oh, on. Okay. Which was, do you remember the 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 days of of petticoats? Like in the Madonna era. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Where you would wear like a petticoat and then they had like these, like you'd kind of put a skirt over the top of it if oh, you yes. wanted. Okay. Um, and so Roberta took me to Nana's and Roberta is a legend. She mm-hmm. literally has a still to this day and is in like in her almost 90, I think, and has a legend uh, her nameplate necklace says legendary on it. And she oh, is every bit legendary. Purple absolutely. hair, mm-hmm. amazing, awesome. Mm. Uh but she shopped there all the time. Roberta always had, you know, dyed hair and rings and all black and boots and this, you know, and I loved her style. Oh, yeah. I thought she was the coolest was person so ever. Cool. Yep. So cool. I, is, I wrote yep. a paper in sixth grade about Roberta Hayes that wow. she still has hanging on her fridge to this day. You're kidding. I wrote a paper about her and about how she changed um, my idea, like write about someone who changed your um, your idea of like not judging a book by its cover. Oh. And I talked about how, you know, she didn't look like anybody I'd ever met before in my life. Yeah. And yet I thought she was so cool because Aww. she was so unapologetically herself. And she just, you know, I, I, and she was so kind and sweet, but she was like, you know, and she just knew herself. And I, yeah, I wrote this whole thing about, oh in, about her in sixth grade. She must have uh, been anyway. so honored that you wrote oh, this like essay. Like I said, she still has it. Yeah. <gasps> I want to read this. Um, I got to, I need a copy of and, this essay. Uh, and I, I uh, was her grandson's boss when I worked in in treatment oh yeah randomly i hired i did a job interview and i had and he goes i think you know my grandma oh. and i was like huh he was like yeah roberta hayes i was like oh my god yeah oh. so anyway small world that all you know came back again in yeah. a totally different scenario yeah connects back to full house the world but, is uh, small yep yeah, the okay. world is small but the house is full ah. um <laughs> yeah, see hey. it's up there now uh but i just remember like that was i just felt so cool but she 
took us there. And then the outfits that I had on in the Beach Boys episode and that Candace had on, the, the mustard yellow jacket with the shoulder pads and stuff. We also got invited to around that time to go to Jeremy. Oh, gosh. Oh, Jeremy Miller. Um, he was the Jeremy Miller. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm like, I wanted to say Miller. Okay. Jeremy Miller's birthday party, uh, which was at the George Michael concert. Oh, cool. And this was the George Michael, like, faith era. Like the, the you know, the crotch on the cover of the album, the jeans, the whole, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, great songs. Just great songs. And we, he invited a group of, like, kids on other shows that we were kind of all friends with to oh. go to the George Michael concert. And I got to wear that outfit. Oh. But... For the George Michael concert, not only did I have that, the red off the shoulder, I, and, and the little gloves. gloves. I don't know if you noticed. I had I'm, some little black, like, fingerless I, gloves. I did notice that. Also a very big 80s moment. Yes. I had a hat. Like, a black, Ooh. sort of flat-brimmed, like, ha- it was epic. Um, and, oh, again, very wow. 80s. And that was what I wore to the George Michael concert. And John was there at the George Michael concert. Oh, wow. And we were all backstage... And it, it was like a meet and greet with George Michael. Oh, how cool. And we were all back there. <gasps> I was like, I don't want to bother. I don't want. Meanwhile, it's like a line of people and oh. everyone's going through and meeting. Like that was literally the point of going back there was to get pictures. Okay. And I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to. My mom was like, go get a picture. Candace and John are going to get a picture with him. Yeah. Candace and go John, to this day, Candace and John had a great picture with him mm-hmm. and I would not take <gasps> the picture. Jody. And uh, I know. I, know. I regret it to this day. Your biggest regret? Oh my goodness. Wow. Well, it's up there. Okay. It's up there. But yeah, it's definitely one that I think about often. We're like, man, oh. that would have been cool. Um, but yeah, I did. But that outfit. You got a lot got of use out of that to outfit. a lot of use. And I, yeah. I seem to remember I got to keep like the petticoat and the outfit. And I definitely played dress up with it a lot. Oh, you did? Like, there was a lot. Yeah, I took it home and it was it was in my, dre- my dress up costume bin. Just you looked so cute. Uh, you, you could just tell there, it was pure joy. It wasn't even it like really acting. Was. It was like pure joy. You guys were so into it. It but was on on all of our faces. Mm-hmm. John's days, but I mean, the we Beach were Boys, all yeah. the Beach Boys. Truly, the yeah. Beach Boys. Like it wasn't one of those things where you watch a show and you're like, oh, they kind of you know shoehorned this band in to make it. I mean, and because John had a relationship with them, and you know Gary had played with them, and John and Gary, you know, mm-hmm. there was this. They, they knew each other already. So it wasn't like weird and sort of right. like, who are these people? Um, and it really, it just made for such a fun time. Oh. And like the Beach Boys have always been around and their, you know, their their wives and their families would mm-hmm. come to set and we, you know, we see them at John's house all the time. Yeah. Again, the Beach Boys. The Beach Boys. Are part of the extended full house family and it's wild. Oh, and it all started with this episode. It's, uh, I love that Bob is wearing a suit on stage, yeah. it's very Dan or T- Danny Tanner. He must, yep. and he wasn't wearing that suit at home in the living room in the previous scene. So he must well, have changed. We all changed. We all changed. He changed into a suit at a concert. DJ had to change into her, you know, uh, shoulder pads. <laughs> shoulder. She played in the football game right before, actually, and then she just jumped up <laughs> on stage with everyone. Uh, yeah, the USC football game that took place right before. It came in very handy. <laughs> um, multi-purpose. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah, it was great. Oh, um, man. And I am sure that audience was so drunk oh. by the time we all got up on stage. Yes. They wouldn't have cared who was up there. They were so I mean, they happy. Were, you, you see the audience <laughs> shots. They were just, it was. A, I mean, it was after a USC game. Yeah. And they, you know, USC games are rowdy and mm-hmm. it's a, it is a fandom. Lots of beer. And they, yep. lots of, yeah, oh, yeah, lots of beer. 
and they it was pretty wild. Oh man, it's just it's just peak 80s. Everything about this whole episode, but this scene in particular is just so satisfying to watch. <laughs> yeah, it's so they're, iconic. They're each each episode is like a crazy little um time capsule yeah. of 80s, you know, yeah. randomness. It's fashion, music, just and everything. And you could really hear us all singing too. Like I could hear Bob's voice and I, you know, as yeah. they and I'm pretty sure what they did was they probably re- recorded all the audio on all the mics as the concert was live, pulled it, and then as oh, okay, a- then took the you know the sound and as the shots were going, we're like, okay, this is a shot of DJ and Steph. Let's you know Got use it. their vocals a little bit more here or whatever. Um, so were you mic'd like personally? Do you have labs each of you? No, or, I think or we. Just I think the we were just. Yeah, we were just singing into wow. the. I think into the stage microphones because we didn't have any like dialogue or anything. Yeah, that's and it true. Probably would have been too much of a mess to try and. Yeah. You know, get mics up there. Yeah. Or get us with our remote mics and stuff. But. Um, okay. But yeah, I it it was just all like live mic. We were actually singing. Did you already know the song? Bo- did you already oh, know yeah. Bopper Ann or did you? I, did, okay, I knew so you Bopper Ann well. Okay. I knew Bopper Ann well, uh, and also Barbara Ann, their lesser known hit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I remember in the eighties, like the fifties and sixties were like the thing because again, everything comes in like sort of thirty year mm-hmm. cycles, right? Increments, yeah. So like, I remember like friends having. 50s sock hop birthday th- party mm. themes like with little poodle skirts and th- that was a thing yeah very Ed and I had a mm-hmm. I had a whole um like cassette tape collection of 50s and 60s music that was you know Roy Orbison and um Buddy Holly and oh, oh. um just all Little Richard and mm. Beach Boys and all of that um so I actually I really I, I really liked the music and it was one of the few like musical genres that sort of me and my mom would agree on. Oh, was okay. Was Janice? Were your parents in the crowd, or were they backstage? Oh, I'm sure, oh, yeah. or, they okay. were. I'm sure they were not far, uh, or, okay. or they were probably as however close they could be. Yeah, to where we were going to be, um, you know, at some point. But I, I seem to remember that, like, I, I remember this that our parents were. I don't know if they were not backstage, but maybe they were kind of out in the crowd. But they weren't obviously right up in the front. Right, that was okay. all cheerleaders and students and stuff. Right. Um, but they were close and I seem to remember like Bob was my, you know, he was like your designated care. Yeah. He yeah, was he the one he had me by the hand. He was like, I got you, yeah. you know? And, yeah. um, cause I was pretty little and yeah. com- probably completely distracted <laughs> so, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'd love to hear. Yeah. What are, I mean, I'd love to hear what fans think. Like, is it yes. uh, what they think about the beach boys? Yeah. Tell episode. us. Tell, uh, I wonder if for a lot of people, especially our generation, if this was like their, their entry, their introduction into Beach Boys, you know, if that was, you know, if some probably people, for like some of the younger yeah. generation, yeah, for like kids our age and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah, it was, you know, again, it was things that like maybe you know parents listened to mm-hmm. and were like, oh, I'm a huge fan, and then you know the kids sort of get it, osmosis, it slowly dripping down by <laughs> osmosis. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I would love yeah, to hear what the fans think about this episode. Please, yeah, write in to our email or, or comment on our Instagram. We want to hear I, your thoughts. If there is a if there is a fan out there. That was at oh the concert. Yes. If there's anyone out there listening to the podcast who was a guest at yeah, I, I need some sort of I need a need photo proof. of you. I need proof. Yeah, we need photographic I evidence. This is, or I need evidence. Okay, yeah. yeah, ticket something. I don't need nine thousand emails being like I was there. And right. You're right. Yes. We, no. 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 
We need your receipts um, for all the beers that you consumed. Yes, that all night. The, right, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would love to hear if there was is there's anybody yeah. out there that was like I was at that concert and either we were so excited that the Tanners were getting up there or they or we wondered who the hell are these people that are up there on stage or do you even remember it? You know, yeah. I, I don't any one of those options, but I would love to hear from somebody who was actually there. Oh man, what a what an epic episode. Um It really was. Yeah. And I think they were on the Beach Boys were on a couple more ep- like what, three more episodes? I feel like I feel like they were, but I don't I don't know. I'm Two? eager to I'm eager to keep watching and find out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. I, I I will be very interested to see um cuz I know they were on, you know, a couple times, yeah. which is they're John's friends. They're coming John. back. Yeah, all John's thanks to John. Getting, yeah. yeah. Uh, amazing. Did you have I any mean, ever you were Oh, sorry. No, I was gonna say. Remember the Beach Boys played in Jeff's backyard. Yes. Remember going to Jeff Franklin's house. Oh, I mean, yeah. this was in the last 10, 15 years. 10, 15 years, something. Ten years. Well, there's always like Mike Love or a random. It's just a random. Well, but they were. Know, it Beach was like Boy a whole concert, and I think I, if I remember right, it was um, right around the time of Loretta's passing. Oh. I think, oh. and um, but I remember, but I remember John being there because that was I hadn't. I think it did just he just lost his mom mm-hmm. recently and but I remember him with and the Beach Boys were there and Jeff had a huge stage in his backyard oh. and you know they were playing and um yeah that's such a Jeff so they thing have, just... we have continued to attend Beach Boys concerts <laughs> we're still living in a, a full house, in a full house episode yep yep the outfit fits me a little differently now but uh <laughs> the gloves it, still you know. fit <laughs> yeah the gloves still fit the shirt is not so much the petticoat uh, needs some alterations the petticoat's great yeah it's just everything that hangs over it now no uh, <laughs> oh come on do you have any everywhere you looks i mean this is such a big episode we we're, we've been looking everywhere but um do you have any my my everywhere you look actually was if you if you look everywhere at the concert you will see usc sweatshirts okay. <laughs> that, was, that is a good everywhere that, you look that was my thing was everywhere you look was like Everyone look at the concert and and it's very, very clear yeah. that this is in no way, shape, or form anywhere near San Francisco <laughs> or a San Francisco team or, a, yeah. Well, the show couldn't afford to outfit the entire crowd in uh, Beach that's Boy true. attire or that's Giants true. attire, I, yeah. you know, so. Right. Oh, that's so funny. But yeah, that was my everywhere you look was Tommy Trojan in the background of like the there's a group shot. We're all singing and it's just like the USC logo in the back. And it says like Coliseum. And you're like, oh, like do to do. Don't pay attention yeah, to yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. It, this the days before, you know, people were looking at things like that. Did you have an everywhere you look? I do. And it's kind of a repeat of last week's because in the wake up San Francisco set, you see our real life stage manager, Keith Richmond, once again, oh. putting a microphone on Bob. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, Keith is now That's like right. a recurring and I, character. Was he the one that like, handed him the note probably too? Yeah, we only see the arm, but yeah, I bet that we was Keith's arm, but- arm as well. So, yeah, we're just using, we're using the, Keith- the soundstage. We're using our stage managers. This is we very just, Everyone's in it. This is what happens when you first start a show though. The budget is low. You just bring in anyone you can. Yeah. You know, that's say how good, yeah, no, Brian Kale, our right. dialogue coach is Brian doing Kale, the radio. Yeah, you don't hire extra people. You're like, look, we're paying you anyway. Can you just do this little yes. thing? You know? Yeah. Today, you would have to pay them extra to do stuff like that. But uh, back True. in the 80s, nah, just throw True. them in there. I'm sure the union has had something to say about it by now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, I, I loved that they included so much of the concert. Mm-hmm. And I think we came on and we did, I think we did like two songs with them. We did, when the credits roll, you guys are still singing. You're singing fun, fun, fun. Oh, fun, fun. Yeah, I think we did like two or three songs with them. Barbara Ann, fun, 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 and something else. Okay. Oh. Um, maybe maybe Surf and Safari or something mm. like that. Um, so cool. But yeah. 
Wow. And all of our, you know, all of our families came. But it was a, it, for all intents and purposes, it was a, basically a tape night. It was a, wor- yeah. you know, it was a working, we were there working and having to do, you know, yeah. all of that kind of stuff. So it wasn't just uh, hanging out at a concert and then, yeah. you know, jumping on stage. It was, it was planned out. What a fun job. No complaints about that, None. that job None. that week, right? Nope. <laughs> no, had a great time. So oh, cool. Well, th- Thank you, everybody, for joining us again for another fabulous episode. I mean, I say fabulous because I'm having so much fun with you, but (laughs) hopefully everyone agrees. Uh, Another (laughs) fabulous episode of How Rude Tanneritos. And next episode, we're watching season two, episode seven, Joey Gets Tough. Mm, Okay. What happens? I don't know. I have no clue what happens in the next episode. Mm. I wonder if he's fighting with Jesse or- Hanging tough? Mm, I wish. (laughs) <laughs> I wish, but yeah, no. no. You can't have a Beach Boy and then a New Kids on yeah, the Block. No, that's that, no. The Beach yeah. Boy. Give the Beach also, Boys their season to shine. Also, again, an, a, a band name that hasn't aged very well, right? Well, new, or new men, great. Block, yeah. right? new men on the Block. New Men on the Block. Yeah, New Men on the Block, which uh, sounds like a, I don't know, something alarming. Um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Uh, so join us next week for the episode we are going to have more fun it's going to be more ridiculous we can't wait to hopefully hear from one of you that was at the concert and has some sort of memory of what actually happened there too it would be great yes Um, and make sure that wherever you're listening to the podcast you are subscribing so that you can get all the new episodes right when they drop and you can follow us on Instagram at howrudepodcast or you can send us an email with again your questions your your uh proof of you know attendance to the concert whatever mm-hmm. you would like uh which is how rude podcast at gmail.com and we look forward to hearing from you and we will see you again next week on how rude tanneritos and remember everybody the house is oh. mm, mm. you you got it right er, like 45 minutes ago so you get credit for that the world is small but the house is full that's it there it is well done. Get ahead of myself. I just start, the words start coming and it's, I'm, I'm not watching my diction. You're not to. watching my diction. And, Brian and Kale is so World becomes house. And it's just, yeah. Ugh. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.